This is Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Jennifer! I'm okay. How are you? Um, Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, happy birthday to your daughter, Blake. She is 18. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to go to London and Paris with her next week. Oh my gosh. Oh, so this is our, our last podcast before you go, I guess. Um, I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to try to set up a time with you to do it. Oh, that'd be great. All right. Well, I it's also yeah. Luana's birthday, Luana yeah. on the flip side. So we might as well ask her, how's she doing, Lou? So I did ask her and she told me to ask you. What was her favorite birthday present? Do you know? She'll tell you. I don't. I don't know. I don't know from you or. Hold on. You got it from some friend. Did somebody? Uh, your pal Jack used to send you flowers every year. Did she ever get a car, or did she ever have a car ride with a convertible down the? Yeah, we've talked about that. She, uh, we went for used to go for a ride in my old uh, convertible Mustang, and I and filmed. And she filmed said, it. "And she said, where did you guys go?" Well, we went down to USC so I could shoot my short film. Um, okay. I, I'm, you know, there's a process to this. She says, "So hold on a second, okay?" Okay, Lou. Look at me. <laughs> I get to be a rich Murphy. Woo, woo, woo! I'm going to interrupt you. It's going to be fun. Ah! Um, my birthday. Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hold on. I can't think of where we went. Mexico? We went to Mexico. Tijuana. Hold on. Yes, we did. That's correct. And you went to this place. I know it's like Punta. It's not Punta Mita. I'm talking about right around. Like, look, show me again. A little bit past uh, Tijuana, and it has great... There's steak and lobsters. It's known for their lobsters. That's right. It's uh, it's a lobster place. Um, I'll think of the name in a second. Okay. We used to go down there. Yeah, that's right. We did. It was so much fun. And she said just being in the sunshine, like today. Porto Nuevo. Porto Nuevo. That's it. So she said just in the sunshine and being able to laugh and drink our coffees and it, was there a dog that you guys played with too when you were down there? <laughs> I was just thinking dog, of my friend. My a dog friend, hungry rescued or something like that. Um, well, she had a couple of dogs. There was Boise was her little dog that she rescued, but we didn't take any dogs down there with us. I, we went with it, you know, various it, friends. Didn't she say your son wanted a dog? Uh, what? Does your son want a dog? I don't know. Maybe he does. Well, that's interesting, Lou. Uh, was you had a you had a dog before I met you, and then you had a dog, Boise, when I did know you, which was like a, a rescue, little yeah. tiny, annoying dog. <laughs> I used to bark a lot. Anyway, so your birthday, and so tell us what is it like over there on your the flip side on your birthday? Do people stand around, or how does it work? How do you celebrate? I think she says she's twenty nine over there. <laughs> Every actress is 29 over there. Come on. Okay, but I don't know if she died 29 years ago. Well, that's right. We did talk about this that your birthday over there is the day that you passed. So she died in uh died. She left the planet in 1996. So that would make her uh 20 27. Did you just say that? 
I said 29. I thought of 20. Well, it's eight, 86. <laughs> no, that's 14 plus 21. We're, we're bad at math. Carry the, carry, the one. carry the one, 35 years. Okay. <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh, that's why she said she was 29. Okay. <laughs> there we have it. You did get the joke. All right. Hold on a second. She says, I'm here with all my friends. It couldn't even get better. She goes, that's why I made you guys wait. She goes, I didn't want to sit here and talk to you guys on my birthday. Um, How was it? To, like we had a celebration for your friend Sally last week. She said, everyone, it was squished for all the spirits that were there with you. That's sure. great. That's great. I got up and spoke with uh, Randall Kleiser. We had a couple of words to say hi. And, and we talked about Sally, of course. Hold on. Did she really like Randall? Did she know Randall? Yes, she did. Randall, she knew Randall Kleiser very well. We were close with him. And because uh, Randall had a boyfriend. But didn't he do something? Like, didn't he do something before she, I don't know. She's showing me something. Do, well, I'm sorry. It's Randall had a boyfriend that what he wasn't publicly out in those days. And so the boyfriend, Harry, and Luana and I hung out at, premieres and parties and stuff like that. So that was hilarious because we were like this little crowd behind the crowd and Randall Kleiser, the director of Greece, who is out. Hi, uh, Spectrum. I love that. Hold yeah. On. Oh, she didn't like him. She loved him. I'm like, did you like him? She was, I loved him. Yeah, he was. Okay. A, he's a really oh. generous person. Sorry, she was trying to be dramatic and I ruined it. Hold on. <laughs> And she loved all the colors that everybody was wearing. It wasn't all black. No, it wasn't. Yeah, that's right. People was, were. She said it was a true celebration of somebody. Oh, well, of course, Sally's up there. Sally approves. Hold on. Yeah, of course. She loves whoever tried to sing or you played a song for her. Oh, that's Sing. interesting. Right? Uh, actually, said, yeah. It skipped or didn't work at first. Well, Burt Bacharach spoke, the uh, composer, uh, and Sally, her music was People like Morgan Ames spoke as well, somebody, a composer. Um, and I know her. Yeah, her she, she felt so much love. She just spread it around it there. All the love that she felt, she just spread it to everybody else. It was, uh, and it was a lot of fun because Sally she was. You, she loved what you said. You couldn't help yourself. Everybody was laughing. Well, that's uh, well, that's good. Now, of course, Jennifer doesn't know what I said. Do you know what I said? I didn't even know if you spoke. I knew okay. nothing about the memoir. I knew nothing about. Very good. So I did. About. I did. And actually, Randall Kleiser turned to me and he said, why don't you come up with me? And so he spoke about how and when he met Sally. And then I told some stories. Is that, that, how, the movie, is that how the movie came out? How I met Sally? Uh, no. Uh, but he did a movie with Jonathan Crane, Sally's husband. And I got up and told some stories about Sally. And I did get a couple of big laughs. So yes. that, that was fun. Got, it was a standing ovation up there because they knew all the backside stories to it. That's right. Frank Geary, the great architect, got up and spoke. Um, oh, wow. And some other people who uh, just How about Alan Alda? Was Alan Alda there? Alan Alda was not there. But but uh, there was a, a oh. Elliot Gould. Uh, sent a note and and they uh, read a you note. You know that I'm in a sh movie with Elliot Gold from high school. Oh my god! Which Bob, movie? He did Bob. Bob and Car Ted and Carol and Alice. No, Bob Nicker's oh. Wacky Wide World of Sports. And so <laughs> he was with Elliot Gold and Michael Jordan. That's when he asked me out. 
Michael Jordan. <laughs> and they were at my high school and I was in charge of the song leaders at the time. So I actually got to meet him. I was more enthused with the guy from Eight, Eight is Enough. I'm like, oh my gosh. That's funny. Yes, Elliot Gould, very famous actor who starred with Sally Kellerman in uh, at least one film. Yeah. And so we they read a lovely note from him. Um, other people sent in, uh, Sandra Nicholson sent a, a lovely note from Hawaii. Um, and it was just really, you know, a, a Sally celebration with all of her friends. Some film directors like Mark Rydell, who directed The Rose and, and others. And I was fortunate to be able to get up and speak. And it was only because Randall, you know, had invited me. And I thought, ah, okay, I'll I'll get up there and and have some laughs. It's actually posted on the Martini Zone thing. It, the the thing that I said. I know you haven't seen it, but it is on our page. If anybody wants to see my convert, my dedication to Sally, and hear the laugh that I got. We have fifteen. We have another. We have like fifteen minutes now. Or we have fifteen minutes. All right. Well, I do have. I do have somebody in my family who might want to come through. I don't oh, know. Oh, you just pushed everybody away. And now they're like going like this. That's so funny. Hold on a second. He says he wasn't going to impose, but he said he did mention you or you were talking to him this morning a couple of times. That's correct. That you have questions that you've asked him already that you want me to interpret or you want me to. <laughs> well, I do have some questions. Oh, and Anthe, your mom's there. So is your dad. Um, so, so so let me ask him what what was it like when you crossed over? Who greeted him? Yeah, um, was all of them. They already showed me, and the whole class because he of Rolling Stone, right? He worked for Rolling Stone. That's correct. Okay, <laughs> sorry. And his dentist. Very interesting. Now his son and I were the ones who've been sort of taking care of his stuff since right. his crossing over. Any messages he wants me to give to his son? That would be important. Tons of love, tons of love, and to forget anything that they ever went through that was uncomfortable, or whatever, and that let bygones be bygones and be. He's amazing. He's an amazing man. He's kept it together with a dad like me. I love him. I admire him, and I'm not sure if I ever told him that. And you have a couple of more brothers uh, back in Chicago. Anything to them, Robbie or Charlie? What What are the names? I'm sorry. Rob, 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 uh, Robbie, and that's his. Uh, he says he can't even find Robbie. He's running around so fast. <laughs> whatever he's doing, he's like whatever he's doing, he's like I'm. Tr I'm trying. He's like I'm running around. Hold on. And Charlie. Tell Robbie that he's heard him. That it is true. Like he's heard him. Like. Okay, that he's had a, a some kind he's of dream or something. Like in a dream, he's appeared to Robbie, and it was real, but Robbie hasn't really told anyone. Okay, and what Is about Robbie, Charlie? Robbie afraid to make you right? <laughs> well, every all my brothers are afraid that I might be right, including Jeff. Um, okay, and, so, so who's the other one? Charlie. Charlie. Sorry. Oh, does he play golf? I don't think so. But he should. Maybe he should. That's maybe a comment. My dad played golf, and his name was also Charles. Oh, but I'm not going to make that fit. Hold on. Oh, he needs to go play more. Oh, and uh, he was a musician, and I wish he would play more. Terrific he needs musician. To go play more. It's his passion. It lightens him up. Like my work lights me up, 
his like that was his passion. So I just wanted to toss this into Jennifer's lap for a second. I know we don't have a lot of time, but just pretend for a moment that I'm a police officer tossing this over to you. There's okay. unknown circumstances. Uh, my brother passed away uh, on, I think, April 29th at around 1030 in the morning. We think we have no idea. And we weren't he wasn't discovered for another week. And so what is it that you want to tell us about his passing or if you can tell us? OK. So and by for those skeptics, which I am, Richard and I have not discussed this. Mm -hmm. We haven't said a word to each other. I didn't even know there was unusual circumstances. I haven't even talked to his brother yet. So that being said, I'm looking into it. Um, and I'm looking, I'm getting get my notes, my notes to write notes. <laughs> Sorry, I'll just put it away because um, I do this all the time. And give me your brother's name. First Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Uh, but uh, he went by Jeffrey, but his name was actually Edward. But not, he knows the difference, so I wouldn't, I won't okay. confuse yeah. it. I felt like he fell, obviously. There's something about him falling. Okay, that's not obvious, but go ahead. Thank you. That's correct. That's what it seems to be. And, and was that the cause I'm, of the injury? No, no, no. I'm looking for a head injury. That wasn't it. He says that he had a heart attack. Like it felt like a heart attack. Okay. Or a heart attack or an aneurysm. I felt like, okay, so he showed me, was he diabetic? He, he had low blood, uh, very low blood count. Very low. So he's showing me like, Like anemic. It feels like he had a heart attack. Okay, and so the falling down was the was the kind of the cause of the uh, well the heart attack I guess was the cause of it. Did he hit his head by chance? It I think so. That that seems but, to be. So, but that didn't kill. He said that he. The heart attack did. Okay. And, and, oh, thank you. And uh, he left behind uh, detailed instructions. And I've always been of the mind of like, the, the stuff that he left behind wasn't important. I'm letting his son handle all that. Is he, is he, is he down with that? He's thrilled. <laughs> give him something to do. And then it's gonna make him understand more about his dad. I, yes, I think so. Also the VA, I think we're gonna try to have a military kind of ceremony for you. Is that okay with you? You down with that? I am. But if I was here, I wouldn't be. I know you wouldn't be. Chicago or LA? That, let me ask that, you that. That makes sense? Totally makes sense to me. Chicago, of course. Chicago, of course. Okay, very good. Um, and any messages that he wants to give me to give anybody else? I mean, look, his friend Doreen is over on the other side. Jennifer and I interviewed her, one of our books. Um, and so I'm just- dancing. Why is the movie Top Gun being shown, or like the glasses with motorcycle with tonkers <laughs> on the motorcycles? Or well, anything? Jeff was a race car driver, so he's probably in touch with that. I love race car driving. <laughs> um, I really seriously thought I was going to be the first female race car driver. I was—it's the most expensive sport in the world. Is that you know? Yeah, yeah. race car driver. Uh, does he want me to do that book that we talked about, about race cars and, and his life and journey through cars? He can yeah. say no. He can say no. 
<laughs> All right. He says yes. Yeah, Bill Paxton showed up just like you finally put he you finally have a movie with him. Yes. Okay, very good. So like Billy would say, Hi Billy, good to see you, brother. I'm I was thinking of you all the time. I hope you're doing okay. Is any news from Bill Paxton he wants to throw out, out at us? Welcome. Here's my brother Jeff. He just showed me actually the um he just showed me the new movie that's coming out by the directors of Big Love. Oh, oh yeah, Under the Banner of Heaven. Yeah, you worked with that guy. You worked with the guy who wrote Under the Banner of Heaven. Yeah, it was about the Mormons. It's a yeah, that's movie. right. It's uh, it's on uh, Hulu. It's a series. We're watching it. It's riveting. Really? I, I, that's why I think of Bill every day. Every time we see it. Okay, that's you know, what, it's that, that genre. I just remember he just showed me a reference. I just saw a picture of an article and made me think. If you asked me that question, I would have never even. No, but that's why we do this way. This way because Billy's reference got got He's you right to there. talk about it. He goes, he wishes you ate more popcorn. He wishes you had popcorn while you did it. He goes, I love sitting with you. That's why you're thinking of me is because I'm watching it with you. No, and we do get I'm popcorn sitting, and we do watch it. It is like a movie. I'm sitting next to your cat. The cat's right. in the lap. Oh, geez. Andrew Garfield stars in it. And uh, if you're a fan of all things Mormon, it's a true story. Jennifer, you'll like it. It's a true well, story I'm and, and difficult. It. I don't want to, I don't want to, like my dad was a more, my dad was a Mormon bishop. I don't want to think it. It's not going to, it's not negative. No, no. It's okay. written by a Mormon and, but he gets into a real murder mystery that happened in Utah and he gives honor to everyone. So you'll be shocked. Okay. But they do have a temple ceremony in there that you, you would never have never seen in television before. But it's well done. Trust me. You want to look at this this, this film, Under oh. the Banner of Heaven. Go ahead. I had some other good news. My mom had surgery, heart surgery, and she came out okay. Oh, that's great. On Monday. But I kept asking my dad, and this is what I, this is just something I want to tell our listeners. Ask your loved ones when you're going into surgery or a, friend, somebody, a family member is, ask them to show you how it's going to be. And I'm telling you, they'll give you a little bit of peace. You know, my dad told me it's going to be fine. I'm like, green light, red light. And he's like, it's going to work out great. And it did. And my mom, being as honored as she is, the, doc, the neurologist, the heart surgeon, excuse me, knows me. And so, because my mom made me talk to him. And she goes, my daughter, Jennifer, says, one of my stents is not working properly. You need to get in there. He oh, that's great. And so when he came back out, he had this big grin. And he's like, well, it's working properly now. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's the upside and the downside of having a daughter that's a medium. Because they okay. can certainly, you know. And, and you know, listen, uh, Jennifer and I haven't talked since my brother passed away. And I thought it was important for our listeners, because look, I completely understand that life goes on. And I understand that we can talk to people. But instead of Jennifer and I talking privately, I just thought, well, this would be a chance for, for the audience to sort of see this is the kind of work she does. You give her a time, you give her a date, she gives you the information. And what she gave us was exactly right, that because exactly what happened uh, but I wasn't sure what the exact cause was because a, a week had gone by. And uh, all I can say is that's a great moment of solace for me as well as for his son. You know, it's good to hear. Well, so. he, loves, he loves you, Richard, very, very much. He says, thanks for putting up with me, always making an effort, always coming to me. He said, thanks for giving me hope about the other side even when i didn't want to listen he says i was too close to it all the time so was it was when you got to the other side what was that experience like was it like thrilling or did you doubt it or what was it confusion or what 
better than any words can describe. He says, mine was the music in the heavens, just crescendos after crescendos, guitars, pianos, lights. Show me again. Every beautiful instrument, imagine every beautiful instrument circling you with famous musicians, with people you don't even know, but you knew that they knew you in some point of your life or lifetimes. I had the best welcoming, something I could have never thought of. Wow. And our father? Uh, and right. your Anthony, mom. My mom. Put it, put it together, he said. <laughs> Made it in production. So, and our family used to have these giant parties. I mean, when I was growing up and they, all the relatives would come. So, you know, we know what that's like to walk into a room and have all your friends there and, you know, they, they give you that joy. Yeah. So how about dad? Were you able to chat with dad and how, you know, what was that like? Stoic. Really? Like you see, Rich was right. Rich was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting because I, I, the first, you know, when my dad passed, I heard his voice in my ear, clear as a bell saying, I'm experiencing indescribable joy. Yeah. At the time, I told my brothers that he had a message for each one of them. And I gave Jeff his message. And, and all of my brothers were completely not convinced that this was actually happening. And one of them even said, this is nonsense. But yeah, but, but at the same time, you and I have had so many conversations with people on the other side. I know that you can communicate with your loved ones. We know that. And they can come to you and they can say things like, I'm feeling indescribable joy. So it's like, you have to be, a. You know, I remember asking my father, why are you telling me this instead of Jeff or my other brothers? And he just said, it's because you can hear me. And he didn't mean it like a, like I was. No, not, not derogatory at all. It's just people are either, you can either knock on every door or you just go to somebody that has a door open. That's right. It's like the door was open and it wasn't because it was my fault or my, you know, gift. It's just, I happen to be able to hear him and write down what he said verbatim. I love you. I have to I know go. you have to go. Happy well, Jennifer, that was a quick podcast, but for people paying attention, it was mind bending and it will change people's minds about the nature of reality. So how's that for something from a podcast? Thanks everybody for tuning in. Thank you, Luana. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Blake. Thank you, Jim. He loves you very, very much, Richard. Sweet. And Thank your you. family. And he's already visited your wife, he says. <laughs> okay. Well, we love you, Jeff. We'll miss you. But, you know, fluff up the pillows for us so when we get to the flip side, we can have the same kind of entertaining conversation with not Jennifer. Any, not anytime soon. Bye. Not anytime soon. We love Bye. you. Bye. Okay, love, love. We'll catch you on the flip side. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information, jenniferschafer.com, martinizone.com, or richmartini.com. Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on Gaia.com via Amazon Prime.